Magma's hands dug into my arms, pinning them back at an angle sharp enough that my shoulders threatened to pop out of joint. Around us, the redwoods of the rim swayed, the trunks groaning as the wind pushed at them. In the distance, a long howl of a wolf made me think, for just a moment, that maybe Griffin would come back and help Ash and me escape the hold the salamanders, a.k.a. fire elementals, had on us. But there was no sound of running pads on the ground, no snarl of a wolf as he attacked our captors to help free us. I shouldn't have been surprised. A month passed. Ash and I had gone into the fire elementals' home, the pit, in search of a cure for the lung burrowers that were wiping out our people. We'd been turned away, but I didn't take no for an answer. Ultimately, we did find the cure, and our family was saved. But the cost was high, and there were several deaths, all at the end of my spear. For a time, I thought we'd escaped punishment. I scanned the forest, looking for any sign of movement, and saw none. There was no one coming to our rescue, no one coming to tell the salamanders to let us go. Though we were in the rim, we were once again on our own. Apparently even my father had given up on me, handing us over to Queen Fiametta and the pit, after specifically telling me he would never do that to any of his children. How quickly things changed in my life, and my understanding of those around me. Again. Turning my head slowly, making myself not react to the pain, I glared at Maggie. Maggie, we've already said we'd go with you. She snorted, her orange eyes narrowing. Magma, not Maggie. We are not friends. Her fingernails cut into my bare skin, and trickles of warm blood slid down my upper arms into the crooks of my elbows. A liar like you can't be trusted, so I think we'll be doing things my way. The other three enders with her laughed, but I didn't even look at them. They were not my problem at the moment. She tightened her hold on me as if to emphasize the point that she was indeed in charge. I made myself smile through the throbbing ache in my upper back and shoulders and took a shot in the dark. Your fellow enders don't think much of you, do they? Letting me slip into the pit, then escape while you just stood there and watched must have really set you down in the ranks, especially since I'm just a lowly earth elemental. From the right of me, Ash let out a low groan. Lark, don't push her. But it was too late for taking the words back, and I wouldn't have anyway, not after everything Ash and I had been through in the deep. After surviving the world of the Undines, water elementals, I wasn't sure I had it in me to be patient or forgiving of anyone who didn't have Terraling, earth elemental, blood running through their veins. Maggie, magma to me now, if I let her have her way, let out a low rumbling hiss, the sound reminiscent of a bellows in a forge. When they execute you, the smile on my face will be the last thing you see. I looked away from her, but the scene around me didn't give much hope. The enders surrounding us were dressed in black from head to toe, their ensembles completed by their long black cloaks and three-foot-long, narrow black clubs that hung from their belts. 
Unlike our ender clothes that consisted of dark and light browns, a vest and pants, the enders from the pit were covered up entirely, right down to the thick black boots they wore. If it weren't for their varying shades of brilliant red hair, they would have been monotone from top to bottom. The ender-holding Ash glared at me, and I realized I knew him, too. We'd met before. Match? He'd been with Maggie when they'd met us at the door of the pit, when all we'd wanted was help from their healers. He'd fought us, as had Maggie, and that started what ultimately led me to kill not one or two, but four of the pit's enders. Don't talk to me, he growled, baring his teeth at me.